Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. There is a world between our world and the world of the dead. The underworld. One man walks the banks of both sides, bringing justice from beyond the grave, from beyond the river Styx. Styx, Episode 5, Cirque du Mort. October. I think so anyway. I've lost track of time. Can't eat. Can't sleep. When I close my eyes, all I see is that face in the neon light. Elise. I know her eyes. Her lips. Her nose. I've gone under every night since, but can't find her. Searching for a ghost in a city of dead souls. Circles black as sin ring my eyes. But even if I could talk my body into sleeping, I'm far too busy. Busy doing what, you might ask? The last thing I ever expected. Talking to clients. A lobby full of them. And who do I have to thank for my little detective agency on the shit side of town being so unexpectedly packed with Joes off the streets? Hattie, was I drunk or just half asleep when you talked me into this article? I'd say it was a 60-40 split. Five years I kept things quiet. Now every quack in the city's at my door looking to talk to the dead Aunt Mildrew. First of all, Wayman, I didn't spill the tea on your secret. Exactly. No? I merely intimated that you are a psychically sensitive P.I. and quoted some satisfied customers. How discreet. And second, a well-known psychic P.I. is far less likely to get disappeared by whoever really knows your secret and tried to have you killed. Well, thanks. Well, you're welcome. Will you do keep it down? You're scaring off the money. How many times do I have to tell the two of you? There's no time for this. As many times as I have to tell you how ironic it is that the month before this city goes to hell is the first month we paid the rent on time. The Black Rose is out there, True. So that's what you've been chasing the last two weeks. Clues, huh? Give it a rest, will ya? That's why I'm sticking my head in. You really need to talk to this next client. It's not another swindled estate, is it? Cause that was a blockbuster. It's a professor at the university. His colleague from the School of Chemistry has gone missing. Unless he invented a cure for hangovers, I don't see the relevance. Apparently, before this fella disappeared, he got mixed up with a shady group of people. A very secretive group of people. Thanks for coming to see us, Mr. Uh... Dr. Wainwright, Professor and Chair of Chemistry. How prestigious. My office seems a bit quaint for a fellow of your status, Doc. That's one word for it. Nevertheless, Detective Wayman, I find myself forced to seek help outside traditional avenues. I came across the article about you in the Times. So this problem is of more of a spiritual nature? Madam, I'm a scientist. You don't believe I'm psychically sensitive? I believe in what can be observed with the senses. For instance... The thick coating of cat hair in this office, and the heavy scent of vodka. They didn't make you a professor for nothing. So who's this missing pal of yours? And why come to someone you don't believe has psychic powers? His name was Professor Charles Kirk. He was a genius of chemistry, and he was my friend. That's a pretty ominous was, Prof. Several weeks ago, the police pulled Charles's body from the river... They found a suicide note in his office and claimed he jumped from the old drawbridge to his death. 
Case closed. Where have I heard that one before? You didn't believe it? Never. Charles was dedicated to his research. At least, until he met her. So the turn cards are queen of hearts. Almost a year ago, Charles and I attended a lecture at the university by a woman who claimed evidence for ESP. Radha Nadezhda. Doesn't sound like your preferred matinee. Even scientists have a sense of humor, madam. It was all nonsense, of course. But the woman, even I must admit, was alluring. Charles insisted on meeting her after. Let me guess. Before long, they were the new campus cas de celeb. I thought it was just an infatuation. I teased Charles constantly about it. Then he started meeting with Rada's friends. He would make vague references to rites and rituals and ceremonies. For the first time in his life, his work began to suffer. He shut himself off from the rest of the staff and his students. I planned on confronting him when... They pulled him out of the river. Yes. Given enough time, even I might have come to accept the police's narrative. Until I went to clean out Charles's office. Behind his stove, I found this. A burnt shred of paper. Documents someone didn't want read. Blake, at the bottom of the page. Is that... A black rose. That means something to you? Maybe. What doesn't mean anything to me are the few words left above it. What is Residium 6? That is why I came to see you, Detective. Residium was Charles's masterpiece. Had he lived long enough to finish his work, it would have won him the priestly prize, if not the Nobel. He would have released his research years ago, but for his fear of Residium version 6. Is it a shade stronger than tequila? Lethal, Detective. The perfect poison. It leaves no trace once it's done its work. Its only limitation is that it must be absorbed through the skin, not inhaled nor ingested. Charles wanted to find an antidote before publishing. But he never did? His only failure. Detective Wayman, I don't know what you play at here, but I called the references in your article. They all swore that you solved very real problems for them. So even if you are a charlatan, perhaps you're a moral one. And you figure one charlatan might be able to outfox another. I want to hire you to follow Radha Nadezhda. Find evidence of what she did to Charles. If she and this group have his formula... Mysterious deaths might start climbing the charts. All right, Professor. You got yourself your charlatan. Blake, do you think this professor's formula could have something to do with the Black Rose's countdown to midnight? Maybe. Only one way to be sure. I gotta talk to Charles Kirk. Just make sure that's who you spend your time looking for. Yes, Mommy. I ain't playing, Wayman. I don't like putting you in this ice and injecting you with this stuff as it is. But you've been going under every night. You're tired. Distracted. And maybe you're looking for something that ain't there. I know what I saw. All I'm saying is... Just do it, True. And Hattie? I'll get on Rad and Adeshda up here. But Blake... Not you two. Just remember we're here. True and Sphinx and me. Waiting for you to come back, okay? Yeah. All right. Here it comes. 
Starting the timer now. Walking the streets of Underworld City, for the first time, I look as cold as the ghouls who haunt this burg. And True was right, of course. I was too proud to admit it. I need to find this Charles Kirk and get the truth before it's too late. But I got other things on my mind. I haven't talked to Conrad since that night at Scylla on the Rocks, when Lorelei almost drowned me in her siren song. Question's been burning a hole in my brain. Did Conrad know? Is that the scoop Lupo tried to deal me? Did he know Elise was here? Did my one friend in this city of the dead lie? And if he did, why? I was curious when fate would force you back to me again. I've been busy. So I hear. Well, get on with it. I don't pull bandages off slow. Did you know? Did you know Elise was here? Yeah, kid. I knew. You son of a bitch. I ought to fade you right now. How long? From nearly the beginning. Five years. Five years you've watched me suffer. I'm tearing these glasses off so you can look me in the face like that. My God. Your eyes. Not what you were expecting. Like they were burned out of your skull. There are costs to looking where you're not supposed to look. To knowing things you shouldn't know. I've been trying to spare you that, P.I. Don't pretend this was all for me. I haven't told you things, kid, but that ain't the same as lying. Tomato, tomato. Either way, our deal's off. What is that? The pain, it burns! We swore an oath on the River Sticks, remember? Deals made on the River Sticks can't be broken, on penalty worse than death. But you didn't hold up your end. You didn't tell me- I never promised to tell you. I just promised to find her. And I did. Why not tell me? Why hide her? She's dangerous, Blake. More than Lupo, the Siren, even the Boatman. She's the one thing that can unravel you. And I need you. For what? I told you. This town's gone rotten. You may be the one person who can do something about it. Even if I can't break our deal, that don't make us friends. Don't have to make us enemies either. You didn't come here just to hash this out. What are you looking for? The Black Rose's countdown is still ticking. There's a chemistry professor that may have given them their secret sauce. Gave it on purpose, or they took it? May have been seduced out of them. From what his friend tells us, the stuff he made was his greatest work and his biggest fear. A genius whose work was twisted. Well, there's a couple of places he might be. Neither are any good. But you could start with the Cirque de Mort. A carnival? In Underworld City? It's a place for souls whose talents up top were abused, wasted, and sullied. Like freaks. Why ain't I never seen it? It's on the darkest edge of the city, farthest from the river. The regular train line don't go there. There's another line? The Express. Only problem is who runs it. So who does? Take one goddamn guess. Well, well.
The detective? Can't get enough of me, huh? You're looking repugnant as ever, Lupo. You should be a little nicer after I helped you round up that last freak you was looking for. I didn't even get the muscle I wanted out of the deal. You and your boys got a show, though, didn't you? <laughs> Watching you get your cannolis crushed by that little lady made my month. Sounds like we're even, then. But now it's a new deal. Now you want to go to the carnival, get some popcorn, ride the rides, see the freaks. Just give me a ticket, Lupo. I'm starting to smell like your casino. What do I get? And let's not bother with the threats. I got no problem making him promises. That's what I mean. I want a favor. What kind of favor? I'll tell you when I think of it. One ticket for one IOU. Forget about it. Enjoy walking to the edge of town. It's too far, P.I., even for you. This won't be a big favor. It's not like I can ask you to off somebody. Something small. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Fine. You ever sworn a deal by the river? I can tell by your face you have. Who was it? The old man? Leave it alone, Lupo. One ticket for one small favor by the River Styx. Done. Pleasure doing business with you. But I am surprised and disappointed about something. Most idiots are. You still ain't asked me. I hate to spoil your joke, but I already know the punchline. I saw her. I already know she's here. She? Who said anything about a she? What are you talking about? It's a big city, P.I. I've seen a lot of faces come and go. I'm getting tired of this game. Just spell it. One favor at a time, detective. One favor at a time. Enjoy the carnival. See you around, Lupo. It's a special kind of hate I hold in my heart for Lupo. But that didn't make him stupid. Now I was in his pocket for a favor. And he was in my head with this secret. Whatever this chemist knew had better be worth it. Tracking him down was getting expensive. Hello? Anyone here? I'm here. Welcome to my shop. My name is Madame Nadezhda. Sure was tricky finding this place. You don't have a sign and you ain't listed in the phone book. If one didn't have to dig for gold, it would not be worth finding. Sounds like something from your book, The Modern Mystic. My name's Polly Pratchett. I'm your hugest fan. Are you? Oh yeah. I've seen your speaking tour at the bookstores and at the university. Wasn't expecting to find someone brilliant as you in a spot like, uh, well... I built my shop to look like my mother's from the old country. Beads and crystals and looks like a skull or two. Very homey. You said in your book that she was the one who taught you. Your mom. I was born with her eyes. She showed me how to use them. How to see the world. And beyond it. Right. Well... I was wondering if I could have a consultation. I have so many questions I'd like to ask. I'm afraid not. I have a pressing appointment and it's quite a distance to travel to see him. Oh, please, Madame Nadezhda. I've come so far. I'm sorry, my child. It's so important. If I could just- Stop. Come no closer. When you touched me, I saw the aura of death around you. Death? Black tendrils clinging to you like smoke. You have not only seen death, you have walked with it. What did you say your name was? Polly Pratchett. Hmm. Show me your palm, Polly Pratchett. But do not touch me again. All right. Yes. 
I see now. You have known deep loss. You have known it lately. That... that's true. But in the emptiness left behind, there's purpose. Purpose and... someone. A man. Dark. Broken. Yes. I know that line well. I too have one. When I was young, before I came here. Do you care for this man? I... I do. We who care for the broken beg to be broken ourselves. I will do something I should not miss. Pratchett. I will give you a fortune, only one. Much will hinge on what you do with it. I don't understand. Nevertheless, beware the red fist. When you see it, you will know. But what do I do when... I have said too much already. Beware the red fist. Now go, as I must. Goodbye then, Madame Natasha. Goodbye, Miss Foster. seen it all in Underworld City, but I hadn't seen anything as stomach-turning as the Cirque de Mort. I wondered who all these souls had been up top, down here now, putting on twisted shows for other souls who couldn't even enjoy them. I wondered what role I'd find the chemist playing. Fire breather, alchemist, magician. Like all freaks, you didn't want to see, but you couldn't look away. Which was why I never heard the woman come up behind me. It is your first time to the carnival isn't it? Do I know you? I have gone by many names. Here, I'm known as the Gypsy. You don't exactly look like one of them. The freaks? No. But I know them. I pity them. Great talents on the other side of the river. Disappointments to themselves. You're not dead, are you? Nor are you. The last lady I met from Downriver tried to rip my soul apart with an aria from hell, so if you'll excuse me. I'm not from Downriver. I'm like you, a trespasser from the land of the living. Though we came by different means, you're searching for someone yet? A soul. He might be here. He might be a freak. Perhaps I can help you find him. How? You have your gifts in this world. I have mine. How do I know I can trust you? You don't. She walked off, and yeah, I followed. Maybe I'm a slow learner. Or maybe it was just that something in this gypsy's eyes said she knew something I needed to know, whether I wanted to hear it or not. Have you ever used a tarot before, detective? I like to laugh at the horoscope section. Does that count? Reading fortune on the other side of the river is difficult, even for the gifted. In life, the sense forever shift. Choices we make, people we meet. 
They can't take you anywhere. But in Underworld City? Souls here wear chains of their own design, forged over lifetimes. The soul you seek, what is his name? Professor Charles Kirk. The first card is the Hierophant, a master of manipulating the natural world. That's right, a chemist. The second is the Devil. Charles Kirk was tempted by the wildness within. He surrendered his soul. That don't sound good. Can you see where I find them? The Tower. Your chemist isn't afflicted by failure, but by guilt. He has gone to a place in Underworld City where he might forget. A place of sleep for the dead. The Grand Acheron Hotel. Seek him there. This feels a little too easy. I told you I could help. Usually people who want to help down here want a pound of flesh in return. That fortune cost you nothing, because it meant nothing. You seek the chemist, but he's not who you hope to find. There's another. Shall I turn another card? Yes. The lovers. Elise, you... you can find her? Beware, detective. Even in the world of the dead, there are rules. To hear this fortune, you must risk its worth. I would do anything to find Elise. Then you must risk everything. You must risk your life. What say you, Wraith? Yes? Or no? She knew the answer before I opened my mouth. She saw it in my eyes. The way those red lips of hers curled into a smile would have made a wiser man run. But who said I was wise? All right, lady. Deal him. Hattie, you're back. Anything on the psychic lady? I saw how she was able to lure in Charles Kirk. She's a beautiful woman, but there's more to her than that. What is it, Hattie? You look worried. She could see right through me, True. Like she knew me. To my bones. She gave me a warning. One that doesn't make any sense. Do you believe in all that stuff? Psychics and fortune tellers and whatnot? Working with Blake? I ain't sure what I believe. It ain't how I make my decisions anymore, anyhow. How then? I just keep my compass pointed on the people I love and who love me back. I'm worried, True. Worried for Blake. Worried for all of us. Me too, kid. I think this Nadezhda lady is like Blake. I think she can see things you and I can't. And if she's working with the Black Rose... That's why we need to stick together. Now more than ever. I just hope Blake remembers that too. I will draw three cards, detective. The first will test your will. The second will measure your heart. The third will determine your fate. Just do it already. 
the hanged man. What is this? It's like an invisible... Oh. You are willing to go the distance to find this woman. To death. Not many are. What do you feel is the consequence of failing this test at your throat? Now the next. Strength. Your heart is vulnerable, Ray. Soon you will learn whether your words run deep enough to survive the coming storm. Or you will be pulled out by the tempest. It's pulling tighter. We come to the last. If you prove unworthy, the cord around your neck will finish its work. And here you will remain in the underworld. Few cards remain. Death is among them, as is the fool. I cannot see beyond the turn. Your path is veiled. We will learn your fate together. You spoke to both of them, the detective and the reporter. One below and one above. As expected, the detective came to the cirque. The plan is in motion. It is a dangerous game you play. Are you certain he would approve? This I do for my own reasons. The detective must see. He must understand. When you hang up with me, contact the Blade. Give him his orders to move ahead. It will be done. Before you go, I am curious, madam. Did you tell Wayman's fortune? I did. And what was his final card? A most curious turn, indeed. The last card the gypsy turned wasn't death. It wasn't the fool, neither. If anything, I'd say even the gypsy lady herself looked surprised when she turned it over. It was a card called the Wheel. It meant a choice was coming, one that would change everything. She couldn't tell me what it was, and I don't know if I'd have heard if she did. All I was listening for was where she told me to go next, to a certain bar on a certain corner in the city. As I walked in, looking around, I stopped thinking about the Black Rose, the ticking clock to midnight, even Hattie and True. All I had eyes for was that face I knew like my own as it turned and fell into the light. Hey, you beautiful. Hey, Wayman. What did it matter what my fate was, or what warnings Conrad gave? I'd found her again. I'd found my Elise. Written, directed, and produced by Matt Rainey. Sound editing, sound mix, and music score by Matt Branseth. Performed by 
Brian O'Sullivan, Jen McGurk, Sharon Angela, John Lacey, John Jack Rogers, Anastasia Matrunin, Alexi Capiello, Patrick Tutera, Alan Smith, Michael Garcia, Matt Branca. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.